0: Hello, my name is Linda Gay and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. After a period of high growth between 2007 and 2010, Malawi's economic situation took a turn for the worst. A combination of low tobacco exports, poor economic policies and a tumultuous political situation weakened the country significantly and its GDP dropped sharply. But since April this year, when a new administration took office, the country has been enjoying renewed stability and revitalized relations with partners. The IMF, one of these major partners, has just granted the country a loan of over 150 million US dollars. I spoke with Sidi Tikata, mission chief for Malawi at the IMF, about the country's recent
1: turmoil. I think the most pressing problem was a severe shortage of foreign exchange. So basically, you had shortages of fuel. You had shortages of uh, imported inputs. Uh, You had shortages of imported medicines. The country was really on a path of declining growth and exports. And this was manifested in the shortages, especially the fuel queues. And the reason for all these queues was the country was faced with uh, what we call two shocks. First of all, tobacco earnings uh, in 2011 were much lower than the year before. And some of the major donors cut back their aid. There was the interruption of Malawi's program with the fund because the government hadn't lived up to some of its commitments. And some of the donors were also concerned about human rights abuses. So they cut aid to the government. The government's response to this reduction in foreign exchange inflows was to tighten restrictions, and this restrictions on foreign exchange, and this just made matters worse.
0: When you say tighten restrictions, what do you mean?
1: Uh, For example, they decreed that foreign exchange bureaus should only transact business with their customers at the official rate determined by the Reserve Bank of Malawi. The problem was that the rate that the Reserve Bank was setting was very far from the true market rate. And so, of course, the forex bureaus stopped operating and a black market uh, developed for foreign exchange.
0: So it sounds like they had a very dire currency problem. Did this also manifest itself in the form of inflation?
1: Yes, inflation had begun to pick up. Everybody told us that consumer goods that were imported to the country were being priced as if they had been imported at the black market exchange rate rather than at the official rate.
0: Like we were mentioning a little bit earlier, there's now a new president, Joyce Bonda, and she has committed to turning the country around. So what policies will Malawi implement to get the country back to economic stability?
1: I think uh, the new administration has done a couple of things. They moved very swiftly to implement policies that addressed the fundamental problem that they have. So, for example, they devalued the currency, and adopted a flexible exchange rate. And this will make exporting activity more profitable and more attractive. They also moved very swiftly to repair relations with major donors. And I think the donors were waiting to see what policies the new government will implement and how it will address some of the human rights concerns that they had before. And once the government started addressing uh, those issues, including... Uh, re-engaging the IMF in policy discussions, the donors came through with uh, pledges of increased support. So we're beginning to see, if you like, restoration of aid flows.
0: So what can it do to get back on that economic stability track? Does it have to invest more in infrastructure, perhaps more in health, more in education?
1: Yes, the government recently approved the country's growth and development strategy, this strategy has several components. Uh, one of the most important things is, as you indicated, to strengthen infras- basic infrastructure. Another element is making sure that government spending is in line with the resources that are available. Uh, we've had a situation where the government has accumulated domestic arrears, it hasn't been able to pay its bills to uh, suppliers because it didn't have enough revenues.
0: So it sounds like uh, Malawi is on a good course, but it still sounds like it's very fragile. So what are the biggest risks to the economy? Are they international, such as the Euro crisis zone, or are they more domestic and regional?
1: I think they they are both. I think if world growth slows down uh, significantly, the demand for the country's exports uh, will will suffer. And tobacco is the principal export of uh, Malawi. Uh, so demand for tobacco may soften, and that would adversely affect uh, foreign exchange earnings. Uh, and also, it may lead to a slowdown in growth. Domestically, um, there is an election coming up in 2014. And in the past, uh, in the lead up to elections, government policies have been loosened. Uh, but the risk exists that there will be a lot of pressures for the government to spend beyond its means. current government has indicated that uh, it will maintain discipline and not succumb to those temptations.
0: Finally, what is the forecast for the next year or two? Is it positive? Uh,
1: yes, it is very positive. Um, in our, during our last visit, uh, as I indicated, we already sensed that uh, the business community and even the general population... We're feeling very optimistic. We believe that with an increased inflow of foreign exchange and also with the right policies, the economy can begin to grow again and also that it will be able to attract a lot of uh, investment uh, from outside and also internally as well. And we think the growth outlook is very positive for Malawi.
0: This was C.D. Tsikata, IMF Mission Chief for Malawi, speaking on the country's economic outlook. And to hear more podcasts, log on to www.imf.org/podcasts.